Welcome, Commander Smiths. We are the Commander Smiths. I'm Adam Smith. And I'm Lowry Smith. Don't worry. We are cousins. We are cousins. I didn't, yeah. I didn't really, I kind of wanted to not do it like that. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so we've had quite an eventful like last day, I guess. Uh, as you can see, Lowry's background is really bright because isn't that your window right over there? There is we're, a window over there. Yeah, yeah but I got we're recording during the daylight. You can see like... A little bit of light back there. <laughs> Daylight right there. So this is a uh, uh, record and edit immediately afterwards because we are recording on a Tuesday instead of our normal Monday. We're going to be cutting it tight. Yeah. <laughs> tight. We got to recording yesterday and all of a sudden Larry's computer is just like, I'm not going to work anymore. <laughs> uh, and then in that time, oh, fucking A. So I get you, you're going to do a grinds your gear. Okay. So what are we, we're doing grinds. Adam's gears yeah. and probably a lot of people's and maybe ha not half the country, whatever. Yeah. And, uh, you're going to go on a, you want we'll yeah. we'll yeah. go into that. And then we're yeah. going to do our top 10 for crimson vow. And so that's what we know for sure. All the and other stuff was kind of, we're going to try to get in parts. Are we going to try and get Savant in beforehand? If, if we, Oh yeah, I guess that would come in before. Yeah. Let's see how long this grinds my gears goes. You know, if okay. we only go yeah. like 15 minutes, yeah, let's get that one in there. Okay. If yeah, we yeah, don't, yeah. We'll apologize, we're moving everything over because there's just... So to just get to it, uh, my wife just tested positive for COVID, so that's Shit. fun. Oh, and this is episode 196, by the way. I don't oh. think I said that. <laughs> 196? 196? Uh, so how the last 24 hours went. So yeah, yesterday... Uh, my oldest, who is seven or seven as of tomorrow, uh, we went and got his checkup. Happy birthday, Drick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to see him now because birthday's nope. canceled. Uh, <laughs> so he got his, his, uh, you know, we got our flu shots. Me, uh, my youngest Drake all got our flu shots. He got his COVID vaccine. Now let's back this up a little bit. A week, about a week ago. Yeah. It was like Tuesday of last week. We pulled Drake from school because they were have Drake and Zeke were having the you know, runny nose, cough, and all that. And you know that's mm -hmm. everybody. That's kind of what happens right now. It's like you get a cold. It's like shit. It's COVID. Ugh, you know. But with Cindy being in, dealing with cancer patients and stuff like that, we're like extra cautious with it. So as soon as we get yeah. something like that, we've done this. I can't even tell you how many times we've been tested. Like one of us. Um, but we had to do the fast immediate results which takes like 15 minutes 15 minutes to a half an hour but it costs 90 dollars. it's not the cheapest thing in the world so we don't have sure. anything available near us that's free everything takes three to five days and with cindy's work and the boys in school it's not like you get a cold and we can't pull them from school for five days or pull cindy from work for five days so it's just like we gotta pony up the money yeah so fast forward kind of we just got Drake tested because he was the one that had the most symptoms, I guess. He was the most of like Zeke had a runny nose. And that Drake, was that was like last Monday, right? Last Monday, yeah. yeah, into Tuesday. So we pulled him from school, got him tested, found out found out he's negative. So we're like, okay. But at that point, Cindy was already starting to feel like crappy. Zeke had the runny nose. Zeke actually was the first one to show signs. So he showed signs like the Friday before that Friday before, like the runny nose. And so you just assume that it's that, you know, negative test result cold. It's for all of three. What Drake, yeah. Yeah. So, and that's the thing is at $90 a clip, we're not going to do three of them. We're like, okay, we're getting the one that has Obvious COVID. signs. Yeah. This is the one that has COVID, you know? So we If got, it was COVID and right, it right. was negative. So... Fast forward, we had him out of school for two days. I actually only had, he had a day off last week. We pulled Zeke. Zeke only went to school, I think, one or two days last week, whatever. Go through the weekend. We have Cindy's family over for Drake's birthday. And then this, we kind of were doing the whole thing. We're separating it so that just in case something like this happened. Yeah. That we yeah, weren't yeah. spreading, you know, something wasn't getting spread. So I'm really glad we did it that way. So we did Cindy's family this weekend with Drake and Zeke and Cindy. We warned them like, hey, they have colds. Are you guys good to come? Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Well, Cindy's cold just isn't going away. Like last night, last two nights, she's had to like sit up. Like mm 
just feeling run down. And so we have the Smith birthday and friend birthday yeah. this weekend. And so Cindy is at work today and she's like, I, I just feel like I should get tested. I was like, ah, that's probably a good idea. Let's just make sure. Let's double check because yeah, well, Drake tested negative, but let's double check on this. So she goes again, $90 right there. By the time she gets home, boom, she has COVID. And it's just, it sucks. Sure. I think I, I, I probably have it. I mean, I'm assuming I do. I just feel like tired. Um, they all have it worse. Luckily, it's not terrible. But Cindy, you know, she, this is a pretty bad cold. Um, mm-hmm. But the thing that sucks is like, there's, there's multiple things to this that I, I don't like. Let's start off first with, I don't want to say facts, but there are rumors that one of the parents at Zeke's school, one of the kids had COVID. They allowed their other kid to continue to go to school. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And hence the school, uh, Zeke's class normally has 15 to 17 kids in it. I dropped him off last Friday. There was five, five freaking kids in that class. And then I dropped so were, him off. So were all those kids being pulled because they were worried or they were all sick? Sick. Holy crap. That yeah. is crazy. Yes. So, because I said, I said to the teacher, I was like, "Oh, is it because it's, it's hunting season here in Minnesota?" So I was like, "Oh, we're we're all the kids today. Is it because of hunting?" And she's like, "I can't say, but it's COVID related." And I was like, "Oh shoot, fucking hell!" So then we got in like a conversation for like ten minutes, and then he t- she talked about. Well, we kind of had a conversation because Coco was in that class, so number two's daughter. And yeah, remember number okay. two and Coco got it this past summer. Yep. So I yep. brought that up. She said, yep, that was our outbreak that got nine kids and almost all the staff members got COVID off of that. Crazy. Yeah. So now you would think that our, now we're going through the second wave that all these people, all the kids are gone. Like there's no kids in Zeke's class. Like it's, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and now it's interesting with Drake. If he doesn't, show signs and we get we're doing a test again tomorrow but now we're just going to do the we're not going to pay uh 91 270 dollars to get tested again we're going to just do the three to five day we're all just staying home because we're canceling the birthday party this weekend makes sense we're just doing all that so we're not going to go spend 270 dollars to find out immediately because we already know we're staying home if he finds out that he's negative and has no signs he can go back to school zeke is on like a deadline of can't come back for 10 days. That's just it. That's with the daycare, whatever. Yeah. I mean, and, and if the teacher is out of, you know, if they have to quarantine, then the whole class has yeah. to anyway. And yeah. that's what little Lowry's class had to do as well. Like, I think it was like the week before he moved. So like three weeks ago, like yeah. I was, I had all these plans. I was oh, like, yeah. I'm going to head over. I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to get paint. all this I'm done. Start moving some stuff. And then, you know, like, Two days before I was going to bring him in, it was like, uh, classes shut down until Thursday. There was a positive test, and you're just like, holy shit. Did you see the numbers today that Minnesota is the highest per capita for uh, new cases right now? Like, I I know that Minnesota is definitely spiking, and, you know, I've had the conversation, and and it does seem like being inside is a huge indicator, like, weather-wise yeah. like so it is in the, it in the south it, it's similar. it's peaking for them in the south because yeah. of the high heat keeps people inside doors closed because you don't want that fucking humidity coming in and then as it gets colder in minnesota we've had you know a week of 30 degrees 30 yeah. lower 40s. we got our first snow this past weekend yep. Yep. yep, everybody stays inside and you kind of see the spike and so you definitely in my mind, there's an association between staying inside, having doors and windows closed and stuff like that because of yeah. weather. <sighs> so, so, I mean, the, 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 and that's just a start for us. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. This, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Well, we're almost, forward. we're like three quarters of the, the, the numbers of what we were last year during the peak. So we're almost January, December. We're almost to our peak again. And like, nothing's, I don't want things to be shut down. Don't get me wrong, but it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But this fucking thing has turned in political and, and it just shouldn't be. And we've been talking about this on the discord. That's a funny thing is we are all talking yeah. about this on the discord because I, you know, I posted the picture of Drake getting vaccinated yesterday and then it kind of stemmed this long thing, which was a good discussion yeah. on there. And so my, here's my, my secondary 
frustration with this. If there is instant, um, you can find out your test results. It should be available all the time. Like that, that part frustrates the crap out of me because right now this is where we feel terrible is like, what if they all, you know, Drake's just didn't, it was a false negative or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if we would have tested all three of them, it would have showed one of them had it. But we're not yeah, going to spend makes- $270 each time or, or if you include me on it, $360. We don't have that kind of money to just, and we've been tested a lot. So it's like, if you have this, at least make it available for everybody and make it free because this sucks. Because right now I'm like, who did we expose? All of Cindy's family, you know, yeah, to me, it's like all, yeah. every single one of them. Now, if one of them got it, who did they expose and who did they expose? You know, and that's it's just, this, just kind of how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, how do you, I mean, it, just, it, you know, free isn't free because somebody has to pay for stuff. Right. And, and so like, how do you realistically like deal with money issues? Like in my mind, Cindy's job should definitely be paying for rapid tests for that's all of the nurses that totally we're turning makes sense it to in me. to see if they yeah. can. And then that's going to be our excuse to them, but it's yeah. insurance. So it, they'll, they'll have their like, yeah. and, we don't do it. Anybody or, that is around at risk people for work should just be able to get it done. If they feel like any sort of sickness, Yeah, you know, if somebody's working in, you know, nurses in the homes, people that work with cancer patients, those high risk people should be protected. And that's, you know, in those regards. And if you're putting all of the, the money onus on the people to do it, I mean, they're working for money and they're working for that thing, you know, to help people. Yeah. And so like how, how often is somebody supposed to get tested and have it be 90 bucks per. Right. <laughs> so at, at the very least, I see that happening for the people that, that work with those that are at risk. And so, yeah. Ah. Oh. but yeah, I mean, I mean, how do you, how do you also solve that problem? I mean, we're, that's, that's a lot of the issues too, is like money. Yeah. Money. And hey, so and to you, be got, honest you with got you, plenty of people that there. aren't going to, they're not going to pay for it. Right. You know, and then they're just going to say, well, fuck it. I mean, probably what happened with the, the kids that went to Zeke's class and then all this yeah. fun stuff started. I, you know? I know people that have just said, I'm not going to pay for that. Fuck it. Yeah. And then they either do it or don't. That's their decision. Well, that was well, the weird but... thing is the teachers at Drake's school and the teachers at Zeke's school thanked us. And it was weird to be thinking like, thank you for doing that. Like pulling them, not having them come to school and getting them tested because mm-hmm. they are because they aren't parents aren't doing that. They're just that because they just... got to go to work, too. They got to pay yeah. the bills and they got to, you know. So, and so if you don't make it like easier, then it becomes tough. But then you also have people that just don't care, mm-hmm. you know, and that's a big issue as well. And that's just going to make it spread quicker. Yeah. Well, basically right now what it's, especially here in Minnesota and just all around, it's like, if you haven't gotten it or haven't gotten the vaccine, you're going to get it. <laughs> like we're vaccinated. We still got it. But it, you know, like I said, I'm barely knock on wood, feeling anything at this point. If I have it, we'll find out tomorrow. Well, I won't find out tomorrow, but tested tomorrow. Um, And actually my booster shot was scheduled for Monday. So (laughs) I guess that's not happening now. Well, I guess if it it comes out negative, then I guess I would, yeah, I have my schedule. I'd probably still go talk with them because you're definitely not supposed to have any like exposure. You're not supposed to have exposure within the last like like two weeks. So that's where that worries me too is, you know, they asked Drake, us those questions yeah. and I said, we got them tested and it came out negative. Then they took extra precautions. We had to go in a different room because we were sick and, you know, with COVID, mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. symptoms. So now he went and got vaccinated and potentially has it. Like I, that after I get, we get done recording here, that's my next thing I'm going to try to figure out is because I don't, he's, he seems completely fine. Um, but that's part that sucks. Like, it's just like, did I just put my kid at risk because of the false negative or if it, whatever. And, ugh, ugh. I mean, at the same time you're doing as best you can. Yeah. And so like, that's, that's part of it. You can, you can try and do everything right. And it still doesn't work perfectly. Yeah. And that's what percentages are. And, um, 
And I mean, so I, like if, if you have more people trying, this all becomes easier. Right. And, and with a certain amount of people that aren't, you know, that, that clearly affects other people. Yeah. And like, so like, like, I really want to call my mom on this. She's going to be like, Oh, it's yeah. fake. It's fake. It's probably from the vaccine. Yeah. 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 And so, I mean, there's there's a lot of discussion in, that can be had about it, and I do think there's hard talking points, and nothing's going to be 100% accurate, but my, my biggest thing that I preach to people that don't care, don't know what to do, is just try. Right. You know, and, 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 that's, there, and there's a big spectrum on trying and what you can do. And as long as you're trying and doing what you can, then I don't have any problem with you. But if yeah. you just don't care, then just understand that you are going to affect other people. And oh, but if it, they don't care, then they don't care about that either. You know, yeah. it's I their mean, world and we're just living in part. it. Maybe they just, just think that it doesn't affect other people. Like more than likely, even if you're trying, you're going to potentially be affected by somebody else or affect somebody else. Mm-hmm. And well, just, just this situation, the birthday thing. Look at yeah. how many people we are. Luckily, Cindy's parents are vaccinated as well. Yeah. Uh, Cindy's whole family is vaccinated, so that was good there. But they're older, you know. They're mm-hmm. they're <laughs> mm-hmm. my 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 wife's parents. Uh, her dad, her his two best friends. One almost died about a month ago from COVID. Who was not vaccinated because doesn't believe in it because it's a Biden thing, which is like, what the fuck? This got started <laughs> when Trump was still in, you idiot. Yeah. Uh, and the other one is the, the same thing. And, but he now, he was in the, he's like, oh, I, I have a super immune system and I'll be fine. And then he got it. And then Cindy's dad, like, it was interesting because, you know, her dad's with this, he's very serious with. And so he makes fun of them in a way because he's like, well, you, you should get vaccinated. And he canceled trips with them because they were supposed to go on fishing trips and hunting trips. Mm-hmm. He's like, cause you guys are unvaccinated. I'm not going to at risk myself and my nephew or my grandson, uh, Cindy's yeah. sisters, you yeah, know, yeah, DM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he canceled trips. They don't even know, I guess he didn't tell them directly. That's why he canceled it, but that's why he did. And then boom, they both got it. Both were in the hospital. One almost died. The other one wasn't death. He didn't get on a ventilator. But he was there getting meds and everything like that and stayed in the hospital for a week. So it's mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. and both of them are the uh, it's a Biden shot or whatever. It's just like, <laughs> God damn it. Why Why is it? That's the most frustrating thing about this whole thing is that this is the the least thing, and I kind of said this on the Discord, the least thing that should be polit- like politi- politicized. And it, like this should be all of us together. But the thing is, is, one side is dying more than the other side and there shouldn't be sides, but the side that doesn't believe in it is dying at a much higher rate than the other side. So I guess Darwinism. I mean, mean, I I, I get it. Like it's their decision as well, but I think there's, there's so much misinformation out there on that side when it comes to like, there's, there's the version that's just like outright lying and trying to, go against the data. And then there's the other side that is trying to interpret the data. And sometimes they're wrong, but they're doing much better than the side that has the lies. And, and so again, I have said this and I don't know if I've said this to you or, you know, obviously not on recording because we haven't done, (laughs) done anything. (laughs) but I, I mean, to me, like in America, you, right now you have the choice and anybody and everybody can be and could be vaccinated other than, you know, children at this point. Mm-hmm. And, and even children that, that five. five to 12 was just, you know, just, just started approved. last week. Yep. And so clearly they're not going to all be, but they're at a lower risk anyway. But if you had the, the accurate data and you decide that you don't want to do the vaccine, like I am fine with that, but you, there's clearly a disconnect in the actual data that's happening and the people that are deciding not to get the vaccine. Like mm-hmm. they're not comprehending it properly mm-hmm. and, or they're just being lied to, mm-hmm. which that's, I, I've seen so many lies and, oh I, and I try and I try and go, why are, why are these people making this decision? And I can't find a real logical answer. 
You know what I mean? There, there are very few. That's a small percentage that I can be like, okay, that's fine. The other ones are just like, you're fucking nuts. Yeah. <laughs> and so just don't be nuts. We, we, have <laughs> enough, we know enough, enough nuts people oh, with all that stuff. So that, that's just where I'm at. Like, just try. Yeah. Definitely try. And that helps. Because, again, you can, you can see that in, in the data. And you don't even have to look at the data. Let's look at um, just like the spread of COVID. Coming last year, you know, one year ago, things were locked down much more than they are now. Mm-hmm. Um, many more mask mandates, uh, many more people wearing masks, much more um, in our social area. distancing. There, there's yeah, still yeah, some yeah. areas that are pretty Much more California. social distancing, you know, yeah. all, all of the rules that were being put in place that were, you know, government taking over control. And then as things got better, things relaxed, you know, so clearly there's a pattern of, Hey, we're trying there's, they're trying to be protection. And as it gets better, there becomes less oppression, Yeah, you know, and then as it gets worse, there'll be more oppression. Um, but you can, you can see it where people, when you tried it spreads, it, it spread slower and, but you still had, higher deaths because you didn't have the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Now you're at a point where there's a lot less deaths because of the vaccine, but now it's spreading like crazy. It's sp- spreading like crazy because the people, there are many people, people that, that are have vaccinated, the vaccine like me, aren't caring as much. They're not, well, they're not wearing the mask. No, they're not, not social distancing, part. but well, that's that part, part of it. That, that is part, part of it. it. Yep. But then because I will say like, people are I'm not sure what I would, how my symptoms would be. Let's just assume I have it right now, you know, just mm-hmm. a little sore mm-hmm. throat. And that's, you can kind of hear it in my voice a little bit. Yep. I don't feel like I'm, you know what I'm saying? But I yep. could be a carrier right now. I'm probably a carrier. You know, I'm sleeping. I don't sleep in different rooms than my, my wife. <laughs> my kids, we're in yeah. the same yeah. room. Yeah. What? And my kids, it's what? whatever. Why not? I thought that was uh, what you <laughs> <That's> did <laughs> after 10 years of marriage is you got different rooms. Wasn't that what they did on WandaVision? Well, it wasn't uh, separate rooms. It was no, separate was, beds. and was, was like, like 60s. So I could easily, <laughs> they didn't, how do they have kids? Uh, so, well, supposedly that's what the vaccine does too. It makes it so we, our males aren't going to, anyways, we're not going to get that down. But, that but, road. Okay. That's, so, but just like an example, um, if I was not vaccinated, I, I went out and did an actual public social event. I went to a live wrestling. Match yeah, you did. I was going to be, I was going to talk about it. It was a shit ton of fun, <laughs> but if I wasn't vaccinated, I wouldn't have done that. Right. And so I'm doing more risky behavior because I feel like I'm safer. And that, I still don't do I, a ton of it. And I think it's a little bit of COVID fatigue that we've been around it for so long. You kind of start to loosen up a little bit. I mean, we were still wearing our masks and it's a little different down. Well, now you're not down there anymore. You're not in the cities, but no, you no. notice a difference from where oh, you are now yes. completely to yes. where you were. <laughs> yeah. Way different. And I'm yeah. only... I'm a half hour outside the cities. And it's yeah, just like, oh, and it, shit. It's like they're who they're looking at you if you're wearing a mask. Like yep. you're the crazy one. Mm. Yeah. It it hasn't seemed that way, but I I've only been out like twice. But yeah, it's so, a it's a different world different. is what it is. Yeah. Very different. So I don't know. It's um the, I feel we after time you kind of lax your rules up, especially. But you're right with the vaccine. There was that feeling of like just some weight. And we talked about it when that happened, when we got our vaccine, like a weight off the shoulders. And that was the same thing I had yesterday when Drake got his first shot. I'm like, okay, three out of the four of us have our vaccine shots. I feel really good about this. Now we just need Zeke to turn five, which is in January. Mm -hmm. And then I could care less. That hasn't been my thing the whole time is like, if I can protect my family, I don't care what you effers do with getting a vaccine or not vaccine. But right now, I'm protecting my family from you, you know, from mm-hmm. not you, mm-hmm. Lowry, but people that aren't getting vaccinated. Like my mom, I'm basically protecting my kids from my mom is what it is. Yeah. People like my mom. Um, so I had a really good high with him getting that. I'm like, yes. Okay. Felt like a weight off the shoulders. And then today it's like, fuck, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's just, <sighs> so we haven't, we don't get, and this is, it's funny because I don't want to say it. I don't want to go, we don't get politics because this shouldn't be politics, but this is yeah. what's happening. You know, it's hitting us well, and, and we mean, haven't poli- had it. Politics are just like social decisions. And so like 
saying that it's not going to be politics, I don't think is an accurate statement because there's going to be people that react differently to just going like, Hey, there is a deadly disease. Yeah. And there's, That's there's a good point. Even, even with that, if it's not even a social decision, you in, in a general psychological sense, there is the fight or flight decision. Yeah. And, and so there, there's, you know, gut reactions and psychology that has to be coming into this as well. Even, even it's just going, somebody's coming at you with a gun. There are multiple ways to deal with it. And even though you don't have to, like, it's not a political decision if it's just you and that person. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to, like, an overall societal decision, and if you're just going, okay, we got to deal with this disease that's killing at a higher rate than others, and we got to figure out how to deal with it, you're asking society to make a decision on what to do. And some people decide not to do anything. And that's the, it's not even the fight or flight because there are people that curl up and don't do anything. Yeah. You know, there are people that stay in their homes when a hurricane is coming. coming. There are people that, you know, just keep on watching TV when the tornado alarm goes off. Yeah. You know, this kind of stuff that you just don't do anything. That is also an option. And so how do you, how do you deal with all of these other things other than you got to make a decision and even not making a decision is still making a decision. Yep. Yep. And so that's any, any time when there is a societal question that people want to have addressed, that is going to be political. Yeah. I guess that's a good point too, with like, relating it to magic when we talk about politics and magic it has nothing to do with if you're a republican or a democrat it just is plain politics so yep yeah so and and you can and let's use that example as well like just like attack somebody with a one one and me i don't give a fucking shit at the beginning of the game some other people going you're dead you're coming for you for the rest of the game there was a going after you a couple people we used to play with that uh know people like that (laughs) and it's not rational yeah and and I'm sure everybody can relate to this. If you don't have somebody you know, at least in your mind, that acts irrationally during a magic game, you're probably that person that acts <laughs> irrationally during a magic game. You are that person. If you can't spot little, if you can't spot the sucker at the table, <laughs> you are the sucker. Oh, sucker. <laughs> All right. Okay. I think that's the uh, grinds my gears. We can get into our tags right, that now. <laughs> let's see how let's see how this goes. Yeah. All right, let's. So, uh, what I meant to say at the beginning of that is, if you really wanted to, you could have skipped all that in chapters if you were in <laughs> YouTube. Uh, but anyway, so uh, you can become a patron and support the show by donating a dollar or more. A dollar gets you in the Discord. Five dollars or more gets you in our tier levels. You have the common, the uncommon, the rare, the mythic levels. Yeah, we're really. Uh, what am I trying to say? Original with that. You know, I don't know where we got with those names. But each one of those tiers gets you a different uh, amount of proxies and foil proxies, uh, and we send those out each month. The oh, and by the way, I think I'm over. I I got I got to check the numbers again. But the last time on my sheet I have here, I had 215 proxies made. I bet you that's approaching 250 at this point. So you get to choose from 250 different cards each month. Quite a bit. Yeah. Quite so a bit. There, there's some options there. Is it different uh, cards or like just different arts? Because some of them you have multiple Some of them arts will have different, yes, yes. Yeah. So I shouldn't say, I'd say up to that 215 mark, most of those were all different cards. Now I've been doing a lot of two different arts. Yeah, like Esper Sentinel is R2-D2. Yeah. Love it. Now when I did so. three different arts with that one, I think. Yeah. So. Uh, but you can also support the show. The free way to do it is to jump on YouTube. You subscribe there. You watch our videos. You comment on the videos. You vote on our staple versus stuff. Just act with us there. Act with us. Uh, interact with us there. <laughs> Just act. With <laughs> We're us. not very good at the acting part. <laughs> uh, but you can watch other videos like uh, one of the curateds from this week. Do you remember what curated for? MTG, MTG this curated, week? MTG. Didn't, I didn't do it. I haven't unpacked yet. Well, no, but, oh, yeah, you didn't. What did you do on Friday? <laughs> you remember what you did on Friday? Oh, uh, Magnetic Mine. That's right. That's right. Uh, four colorless artifacts. Whenever an artifact goes into the graveyard, that person is dealt two damage. 
Uh, that's pretty I good with Treasure. Cool treasures. Like, everybody's been... Yeah, like, Treasures has become Those blood more tokens are yeah. all over the place. I uh, think clues. it's an excellent card that goes hand-in-hand hand with the blood tokens stuff. And then Treasure's yeah. just evergreen now. They just keep adding Treasure stuff in each set. So yeah. Every color has it, and it's... If you hate your uh, Blea, uh, Brea player in your... Blea. Blea. <laughs> Brea player um, in your meta, that will surely kill them. As or well. what so. you do is you play a Mycosynth Lattice and then you destroy all artifacts and then you and really wipe. Blast. Yeah, yeah just you wipe I mean, every- you won in general at that point yeah. anyway, but. Yeah, because yeah, you wipe the board. They don't have anything. You keep your stuff indestructible. Yeah, that's all. Wait, Vandal Blast is. All opponents. All your opponents. Yeah. yeah. Then you win. Yeah. Yeah. It's over. Uh, so on those, just watch those videos. Make sure you watch all the way through, then watch it again, and then watch it mm-hmm. again and again. No, just watch it all the way through. Comment, like it. Liking is the big thing on our shorts. So if you ever see a short that's under a minute, boom, give that a little like. Uh, other videos you can see is Proxy Time Live, which is on Sundays at 7.30. Last week was Damnation with the Seb McKinnon art. Fucking fantastic. I did something for the first time I've never done where I used... The art was so good that I used two or like one side of the art because I couldn't get the whole thing on the the card. Okay. So I used the right side and made a damnation card. Then I took the left side and made the damnation card. So if you put them together, they don't line up perfectly, but it makes the scene. You can kind of line it okay. up so that you can see the whole scene. It's Interesting. Not, yeah. It's just, it's the first, while I was doing it, I was like, oh, this is what I'm going to do. And now I'm like, ooh, I kind of want to do a, you know, you've seen those. The people, panoramic. Panoramic. With, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. With all the, like the Urza Towers saga. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah, all that. From Double Masters yep, last yep. year. And the, um, I want to say is original Zendikar lands also make oh, panoramics. That's a good point. When you put the lands put together. All together. Yeah. So that was actually, not only were there two different damnations, but there is also Jeweled Lotus, and those were both proxy or uh, patron picks in a way. They were requests. So the patrons, that's another benefit to becoming a patron. You can put those requests out there. We listen to you more. Yeah, exactly. And there was a lot of people on. That was kind of a fun one. There was, I think, at one point, 100% more than I normally have, so eight people. <laughs> I, like, I like the uh, not real numbers. Yeah. I don't – That's that's not how – Math works either. If you're, <laughs> if you're saying if there's one, one then that works. And then, then there is eight hundred percent more. So we had eight. I don't know. <laughs> eight times the people. Yeah, eight, eight times, times the people. There we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, better. That better. Eight hundred percentiles <laughs> over a hundred. <laughs> math, math live here. Uh, all right. So <laughs> that is YouTube. Check out those videos. You also can see our podcast. You can see us now. You can see Lowry's fantastic robe, which we got a few people that checked that out last week and. It does look pretty, pretty fantastic. Uh, the other way is you guys can follow us on Twitter at Commander Smiths, and that's where you can do the voting. You can see all of our stuff there. Uh, you can also direct message us there or shoot us an email at commandersmiths at gmail.com. Okay, so we are 30 minutes in. I think we have enough time for Stump the Smith. Don't you think so? Fit that in there. And then we get to... It's kind of on you because the uh, kids. Kids... I think... Or do you want I to do stumped, top? With stump can be so long. Maybe we try. Let's start and with move top ten. To end. Yeah, and let's do top ten first. Time for it. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay, so I don't have the button for it, but it sounds something like this: Top ten commander cards. That's exactly. Did we how lose sounds. the button? No, Is it's there. I just didn't oh, want to okay. load it in because that's right. exactly what it All sounds right. like. Yeah. No, I think it. You, you got it. <laughs> Yeah. You got All it. right. So we have compiled a list of 10 cards. Beep, boop, boop, beep, boop, boop. It's compiling, I guess. I is that know. what it is? You, I have you COVID exactly brain. like the I'm button, <laughs> but you do not sound like a computer talking. Uh, okay. So we have 10 cards from Commander or the, uh, not Commander. Well, actually, yes. The Innistrad Crimson Vow. I always want to do Tide. Yeah. Uh, proper set proper and the commander set. And we have whittled this list down to 10 cards and we're going to work our way from 10 down to one with our top favorite card. Lowry, why don't you start us off with our, <laughs> our 10th card on the list? I don't know if it should be here. It's not very good. I just see a lot of hype around it. Uh, it's a counter spell. <laughs> I guess it just made 
just made top the list. Ten. Uh, top ten. Yeah. Okay, so it's, it's called Wash Away. It's one blue um, counter target spell that wasn't cast from its owner's hand, and then you can cleave it for colorless blue blue, and it just counters target spell. And so it's kind of like cleave is an interesting mechanic because they they did these little brackets. I seriously thought when this spoiled, I thought it was only for arena stuff because that's like. Oh, to shit. remove, yeah, yeah. Like I just don't it, know why yeah. they put that the brackets there. So it's it's essentially one blue mana to counter, counter target commander. somebody's commander. Like it's gonna be there. Um, I mean, we moved it around. This was as high as number two on our <laughs> list. Hey, number two. This was number okay. two. <laughs> yeah, and then we're like, fuck counter spells. Yeah. So <laughs> this is a good card. It you is should, good. It is. You good. should get it. It's you an uncommon. It. I mean, even um, at its very at the, at the cleave cost, it's one more mana than the best counter spell, you know, than counter spell itself. Yeah. Uh, and then it's one mana for countering a commander. Like this is good. I mean, it's That's good. That's what you're doing. That's if, what you're doing with it. If you, if you play commander or if you play counter spells, you're going to want this card. That's yeah. just where it's at. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number nine, surprisingly, one of the top cards in the set is at number nine for us. Most yeah. expensive card, but or it's second most expensive card. Cultivator Colossus, four and three green for a plant beast that has trample. Mm -hmm. Its power and toughness are equal to the number of lands you control, so that can get pretty big. That can be big, yeah, yeah. Uh, When it enters the battlefield, you may put a land card from your hand on the battlefield tapped. If you do, draw a card and repeat the process. So the hard part with this, there's some cool things you can do. What are we, uh, abundance, right? Abundance is whenever you draw a card the next time you draw a card you can either say land or creature and then you go and search you keep revealing the top until you find one of those so you can keep you find doing a land it. and then you just do just it just keep do it, doing do it over you and get over. all the land out of your hand that's sweet yeah for sure that's, sweet that's why abundance went fucking crazy um avenger of zendikar could be nuts with this thing because you're playing this it is also a plant which so it's affected by avenger of zendikar if you have a land, if you have more than one or two lands, you're pumping all your plants because you're playing more and more and more. And this is getting big on top of it. So there's some cool stuff, but it is seven mana. So most likely yeah. you're casting this in your late game, mid late game. And you do you have lands in your right. hand at that point? At, at, at most you have one maybe in your hand. I mean, like maybe you're playing Life from the Loam and you're just getting it back into your hand, but it has to be in your hand when you're casting this. Right. And and the thing is also recognize that like bounce lands don't work with this from Ravnica, so oh yeah that was a good point and, you you uh, somebody so talked about you, that on the yeah, Discord was, was it or was it Twitter yeah I think I think Gwen brought it up but um when a bounce land comes into play the the ability of bringing a land back to your hand goes onto the stack mm. but that won't um that won't happen it won't resolve until Cultivator Colossus's ability resolves because you're, you're in not, the middle of it. You you're can't not just have keep... other shit happening. Yeah. And gotcha. so understand that part. Like it seems like it could work, but it doesn't. That's not how that would work. So yeah. you have to draw a card. That's actually really. Oh, okay. So the reason why abundance works is because that's a replacement effect. Right. Yep. Not a triggered or an activated ability. It says and whenever so... you would draw a card instead, you name. Yeah. Non or creature, non land or land per, or yep. whatever, and that's what you do. Yeah. So that's that's kind of what's going on there. So that is number nine. That is why it's not very high in the list. I mean, it's number nine. It's still in the top ten. It's still a good card, even if he comes into play late game. You have a big yeah. trample dude. That's whatever. Um, but it also is an ETB. So if you are able to flicker it or uh, have it come in and sweet. go at, that'd be good. Uh, that's pretty smart. All right, Larry. What is number eight? All right, so we're going to go with Cemetery Illuminator. It's uh, colorless blue, blue, 2-3, Flying Spirit. Whenever Cemetery Illuminator enters the battlefield or attacks, exile a card from a graveyard. You may look at the top card of your library anytime. Once each turn, you may cast a spell from the top of your library if it shares a card type with a card exiled with Cemetery Illuminator. So we like... I think we liked this a lot early, and then he made a, a funny yeah. point when we were kind of picking out our top ten. You're like, Blue already has draw. Like, why does it even need this? This is just more to it. Yeah. But 
Yep. Blue doesn't have a ton of stuff that does looking at the top. I think Future Sight is one card that does that. Um, but being able Magus to... Magus of the Future. I mean, there are cards. I think Blue is the one that does it, but it, it honestly shouldn't. You know, Blue yeah. and green, green do it. Green, green does it a lot. Yeah, deals with creatures. And it's kind of like, well, Greens is just better. Yeah. But Blue does do it. There's a Mizzic. There's a weird that's red-blue, and you can play spells off the top. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it's uh, isn't it sorceries and instants off the top of your library? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's yeah, like a thing that blue can do on yeah. and and red can do. But this seems interesting because it's also you're hitting things in graveyards. It's not just one time. It's when it also yeah. attacks. It has a little bit of evasion with it being flying. So if it you, didn't if it didn't have the attack clause on it, I don't think. Oh, this, this would be garbage. Because that, yeah, that, that's be what the other cemetery stuff. A lot of those aren't as good because uh, it's only when it enters the battlefield. And I think. Yeah. It's weird that they put it on blue and are like, hey, we're going to have you when you enter and attack all the other colors. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> Green's greens attacks and uh, has the effect as well, but not white. And I don't think. Yeah, it is attacks. Yep, you're right. I don't Blue's think is just the, better. the white one definitely doesn't. And no, I don't think the red, red one doesn't. does. And I don't even remember just, the black one. I can't even find where black is on here. Uh, 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 oh, there it is. Popular. It is when enters the battlefield or dies. Oh, is it that? That's a exile song. another card from your graveyard when you do choose one. Remove counters, blah blah. Okay, anyway, that's not in our top yeah. ten, but it's, it's, it's six. Um, and so this, like one one thing that's also good about this is like blue doesn't have a lot of graveyard hate, and so this does allow it to fit in there and just be like random graveyard hate against other opponents, and being able to have just random ability to cast cards off the top. You're not exposing what the top of your library is, yeah, uh, which is really nice as well. I'm glad that they moved away from that. Yeah, because I didn't that like gives it. a a lot of information when yep. you have that. Yep. All right. Uh, number seven. Uh, this is just a straight up good card. It's going to yep. be in a lot of decks. Uh, Investigator's Journal. Two colorless for an artifact clue. I didn't realize it was a clue. Did you realize that the subtype is a clue? Oh. I did not know that. Yeah, Does this count that's kind of cool. Like clue effects. I, I don't think. I don't think you can. Uh, you know. Oh, it actually, well, it does, it does the same thing. Yeah, I was gonna say it does the oh, ability shit. of what a clue does. It just has the other stuff. Oh, that's awesome. That works with Tyler's tracker then. Because oh yeah, it's Whenever you sacrifice a clue. A clue. Yeah. All right. So that's when it enters cool. the battlefield, uh, it enters with a number of counters on it, suspect counters, equal to the number of great greatest number of creatures a player controls. So it could be you. It could be an opponent. Uh, but you can tap to remove a counter from it and draw a card. Love that. You have to tap it. Uh, you potentially can just tap two and sacrifice it. So you could do both of those if you wanted to. You could tap mm-hmm. two, tap it, draw, and then somebody's like, I destroy all artifacts. You're like, well, I tap two, sacrifice this, draw another card. So that's a pretty good draw engine. If, what, yeah. What's a good number for drawing? Two is definitely powerful to be able to tap two and draw a card. Three yeah. and four, you start getting a little much. This is really a pretty damn it's a pretty damn good clue i think it's a really good clue and i and i think this is going to be really good did you notice this that it also go. says investigate in it as well fucker investigators yeah. journal <laughs> yeah okay it's, all right <laughs> it's getting i, I think oh. this is this is a great card for those white and red decks that hurt for drawing like yeah i bet you a year from now this is in 10k decks at least i would say this is this going is gonna, to oscar it's super quick. Oh yeah, that'd it's be really so nice. Good in there. Yeah, yeah, that'll be really good. But I mean, in general, every deck can have this. This is just a good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, you could do. I think it'd be better, and if you're playing with a lot of creatures, so you know that you're getting a lot of counters on it. But yeah. you have four players there; you're going to hit, and they're going to get a couple counters on it. So, yeah. Number six. This was one that was a late ad, and it made it up there. I like this one. Yeah, this was my last suggestion. And all right, whole is it me? Yeah, it is yep. me. Whole breaker horror, horror. Sorry, horror. horror. Five colorless blue, blue. Uh, it is a kraken horror. Uh, flash. This spell can't be countered. Whenever you cast a spell, choose up to one, and then it's oh, it's a seven eight. I should say it's a seven eight. It's huge. Yeah, it's, it's huge. It's pretty big. So whenever you cast a spell, and that's not instant or sorcery, it's just a spell. Return target spell you don't control to its owner's hand or return target non-land permanent to its owner's hand. 
This quest really good. A few minutes later. A few minutes later. So, yeah. Oh, okay. So, what you're saying was uh, Tide Spout Tyrant is similar to this, except for Tide Spout Tyrant returns any permanent that's in play. This hits spells, which is also very nice. Yeah. Uh, and it's whenever you cast a spell. Uh, well, that's also what Tidespound does. And then it does a very blue thing. You know, it can't be countered. That makes sense. Which happens. Which happens. It's a good card. Uh, it's a really good card. Yeah, because I he, originally... He's back. Uh, reason, he's back. He's back. <laughs> <laughs> what? We got Spider-Man on the video here. Oh, man. man look at Spider-Man. Yeah, that's a pretty sweet Spider-Man. Get up. That is awesome. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that is awesome, now, buddy. Now everybody knows who Spider-Man is. It is my son, Little yeah. Lowry. <laughs> um, no autographs, please. No auto. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Just send a PayPal because he doesn't get paid for this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> now that we moved out further to. It. <laughs> it has feet in it, too. Yes. Oh, nice. So it's the full giddy up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, awesome. He needs help getting into it. A few minutes later. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's just a good card. Uh, uh, what do we got? Wait, number six. That was number, number five. Uh, let's move down. Where am I? All right. I got a little distracted by Spider-Man. Spider-Man. <laughs> I just can't believe he was actually there. He's at your house. Why am I? Yeah, it's amazing. Yep. Totally. I can't find this one. Oh, there it is. All right. So our next one is a flip card. It is Ill-Tempered Loner. Uh, front side is two, two red human werewolf. Whenever this is dealt damage, it deals that much damage to tar- to any target. It stuffy has, doll. Oh no, yeah. that's better than stuffy doll. That's a, um, cause stuffy doll is just to the player. This, this is like a brass. Just anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. And then tap, uh, red and a colorless. It gains two plus O until end of turn. It has day bound. So if a player casts no spells this turn, it flips over Turns into Howl Pack Avenger. This is just a straight up werewolf. But here's the bonus: it turns into a four four. Mm-hmm. And then whenever a permanent you control is dealt damage, Howl Pack Avenger deals that much damage to any target. It also has the ability of giving it plus two plus O by tapping a red and a colorless. So if you're able to flip this over, blasphemous act, and just kill everybody, not just yeah. everything, you're hitting yeah. everybody for. 13, 13, 13, 13, depending on how many creatures you have. This is just, there's so much you can do with this. That'll end games for sure. Yeah, this is just a crazy good card. Uh, All right, we're going to move pretty quick because we don't want Spider-Man to come back. So what is number four? (laughs) Number four is going to be Avabruck Caretaker. Uh, Four colorless green, green, hexproof at the beginning of combat on your turn, but two one-one counters on another target creature you control. It's a 4-4 werewolf. And Daybound, so Adam just Same said thing. it. No spells. Backside is Hallowhenge Huntmaster. It has Hexproof. Other permanents you have Hexproof. And at the beginning of combat on your turn, put two 1-1 one, one counters on each creature you control. That's crazy. Which is what I missed. Yeah. And so I thought I thought the flip side of just was giving just everything all the Hexproof, Hexproof was the sweep. Yeah. yeah. But this not th- realizing that two 1-1 one, one counters for each creature you control, that's yeah. that's going to be including this. Whereas the other side, it couldn't give itself two two one one counters. Now it's giving itself two one one counters and everything else that's in there. So yeah, that's going to be. This sweet. is great for token decks. Uh, it's just it's just a good card. I think it's just that. Yeah, I, I think the problem ends up with like with werewolves that need to be in a werewolf deck are kind of pretty mediocre, and this and ill ill tempered loner, they're just kind of good. Yeah. In a general sense, but are werewolves. And I think that's a good direction for them. Yep. Uh, all right. So then we move. Is it number four? Three. Or three. Yeah, yeah. Storm of Souls. Wait. Yep. Storm of. Why is it not coming up? Storm right. of Souls. Of. I had to actually type this one in. Oh. Because I don't have my stuff up from uh, what we did last night. So Storm of Souls is four and two white sorcery. Return all creature cards from your graveyard to the battlefield. Each of them is a one-one spirit with flying in addition to its other types. Exile Storm of Souls. So you're, it's not as much as a, uh, whatchamacallit, why am I brain farting on it? The black one. Um, 
bringing all creatures back. Dark, Lily, dark, 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 dark realms. <laughs> Return of the dark realms. There we go. <laughs> is it? Uh, is that what it is? Return of the dark. Dark. Mm. Fucking people. People might know what it is. I don't know. <laughs> Well, dark okay. Rise, Rise, Rise of the Dark Realms. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is a much cheaper version of that, but this doesn't hit everybody's graveyard. It's just your own. Yeah. They're coming back into play as themselves, but one ones. You know, I think that's the interesting part is like in my head, it just was like they're back as tokens or something. Mm-hmm. You know, but these are the actual cards. They're You'll just get, one one. You know, all the ETBs, but they're just one one flying spirit. Tokens. tokens so you, yeah they're not they're tokens to- or yeah they're not, not tokens. tokens yeah yeah yeah, yeah but yeah, just like yeah. the card it's yeah. just changing you're just to spirit giving it flying and making marking it, it as a one one flying i think it's spirit. really sweet if you have blink that will you know it'll go away come back and then they'll be whatever they are so without keeps- the one one um i think it's i think it's a yeah. really really powerful card yep definitely this could be a game changer mid late game on this so yeah, yeah. Love that card. All right, number two. I guess this is me. Yep. This was yours. I was so low on this, I didn't even have on my list. <laughs> and then at the end, I was like, no, this is this is better than wash out, wash away. Um so <laughs> X, white, blue, instant. <laughs> Shots fired. Um, <laughs> exile X target creatures, then investigate X times. Uh, return the exiled cards to the battlefield tapped under their owner's controls at the beginning of the next end step. And, and so like the more we talked about this, the more I was like, holy shit, there's like a lot of flexible. There's so many angles with this one. Yeah. Yeah. So right off the bat, saving your creatures. Let's just say that you can save your creatures from wrath effects or just any removal. Cause it's not bringing them right back into play. Cause the thing about those things where you have them leave the battlefield and come back, they're still getting hit with the destroy all creatures. Yep. This waits until the the next end step. Uh, you're also getting Larry's favorite clue tokens. He's in, you're investigating with every time you do that. Yes. Uh, you're getting ETB effects off of this. ETB uh, effects. Yep. You could also remove people's stuff from the board so you can attack through and actually hit a player, maybe win the game that way. Yeah. Uh, you just take out all their stuff. Okay, they have no blockers. Boom, 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 boom. Or you. Use politics and be like, hey, if I can get rid of their creatures, can you swing through and kill that person? There's a lot that you can do with this. So that this isn't just a, I'm putting this in for my protection. This could be a, I'm putting this in because it could protect, it could make me win the game. It could give me draw stuff. I can just blink stuff. I can get ETB stuff. Like, I don't know. There's just so It lot kills to tokens. Oh, that's a good point. Um, Very good point. And so there's that. Um, you also have one other thing. Like, oh, being able to... You can do multiple players. It doesn't yeah. oh, yeah. specify yep. one person. It's just any amount of creatures. So if you have extra mana and you're like, okay, I'm going to remove all of that. And you got a podunk, nothing, but you wouldn't mind that ETB trigger at the end of the turn. Um, this can mess with blocking combat. Like, you know, they they attack you, you block with everything, and then you blink your stuff. Blink yours, and there's, yep, yeah, that's a good point too. And, and so this, this and... has a ton of flexibility in there. And I, I think it's a really, really cool card. Yep. And it instant, the two, that's not much at all to do all that. So I no, think it's no. it's a, a pretty amazing card. But it is not our best card. Oh, let's see if I can get my drum roll. Do I have it already? Yes, I do. No. Yeah, no. I guess I don't. I have hey number two. Have, oh, good for you. Joke drums. I don't have my drums. See? Hmm. Oh, good for you. Oh, you know what I did is nothing. There it is. There it is. You just have such I, a big button bar. I went so past it. That's when... <laughs> so the number one card is wedding. Is it wedding ring? Yes, it's wedding, wedding ring. ring. Yeah. So this is, of course, it's a white card because I feel like they've been putting all our number one cards. Why have been are white they making white <laughs> so good? Why can't we just have white be bad and allow us to rag on it for as long as we can. We had three solid years of making fun of white and red. You know, here, here's an on air production meeting. Okay. We should do a segment. Well, right now, freaking commander two dimes and a nickel is going to steal this, but 
<laughs> we should do a thing why white is now the best color in magic no, and no. do arguments That's so for it. That's so clickbaity. It, but it is, dude. Think of all the white stuff that has almost. If you go back to all our top 10, I bet you out of the, the last year yeah. and a half, yeah, yeah. Uh, white has been there probably eight out of 10 times, maybe. You know, it's probably there 80% I of the time. It'd be it's interesting to go through and check it out. Or just like percentages within our top tens, because we are 100 percent right throughout. <laughs> right. Throughout I mean, we get car- we get cards banned in Commander. I mean, who else we, does we, that? We can fucking do that. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, wedding ring, two oh. colorless, two white artifact. When it enters the battlefield, if it was cast, target opponent creates a token that is a copy of it. Mm-hmm. Whenever an opponent you can who controls an artifact named Wedding Ring draws a card during their turn, you draw a card. Whenever an opponent who controls an artifact named Wedding Ring gains life during their turn, you gain that much life. It's kind of hit me now. Do they also do it? Whenever an opponent who controls an artifact named Wedding Ring draws a card during their turn. That's the caveat. So it will if trigger I'm, both. No, 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 no. So yeah, both yeah. would work. Right. So, so like when you if draw I marry a card- you <laughs> And you draw a card on your turn, I would draw a card. And when I draw a card on my turn, you draw a card. But the reason it doesn't go back and forth is because it's not their turn. turn. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So figured it out. We still like the card. Yes. I think it's still number one because this is actually, this is a very politics kind of card because you're going, hey, who really wants to be my friend? Because (laughs) we're going to be buddies right here. We're going to be drawing cards. We're going to be gaining life together. We're married. Like this is, this is just happening. We're getting married here. Yeah. Um, And obviously you do, you know, you, you pair, you marry somebody that, um, they're drawing more cards. They're the drawer of the, the bunch. And the gain life thing is maybe like, Hey, I'm gaining life. Do you also want to gain life while you're drawing cards? So you don't feel bad or like reserved at that <laughs> kind of thing. Hey, I mean, white still doesn't draw a dude, ton of cards. Think of this in your really cool cards. Think of this in your Oscar deck. Making two tokens of that. That'd be interesting. Yeah. It's not legendary either. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of surprised. It's not a curse. <laughs> 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 well, because it's not a curse because they're getting married. Oh, yeah. That's, that's uh, the joke. I'm, 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 yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, or maybe it should have been, uh, where is it? Zeke's. Uh... Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> uh, I love you, wife. Yeah. Um, uh, but still, this is a, it's a $20 card for in the commander sets. This is one of the most expensive ones in there. Uh, is this it? is just. Oh, boys. It's just a good card, man. Like, I think it's really cool. And there's like a blue card that's kind of similar to this. But uh, do you still put I, it at number one now cool. that we figured out what it, what it does? Does it move in our list a little bit more? Mm, I think I like it still in number one. I don't know. If I, I think I like now it's number one anymore. I think it's it's changed to more of a politics card. Yeah. Whereas before, how I was yeah. thinking about it was like. Okay, which player is drawing the most? I'm going to try to yeah. pin that person down a bit. But now I it's mean, more. I don't, I don't want to say that disorder on the court is number one. You don't uh, want to? I th- maybe I just want to say hole breaker horror. Like the more <laughs> I think about that card, <laughs> just, just break it. It's it goes six, on six down. There's a very, very fine line between ten and one. I mean, my favorite personally is ill tempered horror or ill ill tempered loner. That one's pretty fun. I put horror twice though on my list. So. Yeah, you got a thing about horrors. Uh, so uh, <laughs> mine was actually one that was on my honorable mention that we aren't going to talk about. <laughs> we don't have the time. How uh, are we doing on the time? Well, besides the interruption, we're right at an hour. So we yeah, can either. Matters. What I was kind of thinking is we could move Stump the Smith to next week, yeah, just I because we, we had the stuff that hit. We could do a really quick one spec just because we that oh, that'll we be know quick. that it's quick. Yeah. So yeah, we want to do one spec on either the legend day or oh we did we talk about that already? Mm-mm. On either when we talk about the legends or top ten, and then we'll go two back and just talk about it. So that we're kind of still doing finance a little bit, but it's we're not, not doing as it. We, we weren't. Yeah. We were starting to force it there for a bit, and we were picking things that we weren't necessarily like. Oh, let's pick this because it's a yeah. good like you should pick it up. Like now we're getting to, let's just 
wait every set and we'll start to have our one spec. So in light of that, in the common tongue, it says one spec to rule the moon. <laughs> spec to fight them. One spec to bring them all, and in the darkness, find them. You missed that one, didn't you? I did. I kind of forgot it was a button. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I Remember, enjoyed there's a, there's a different one too of uh. What's her name uh, doing it as well? Yeah. That one's much shorter. All right. So one spec, if you don't remember, it's been months and months and months since we did this. We are picking one card from a certain set and we are saying, put all the chips in on this card. We think you're going to make money off of this in the future. Maybe six months, maybe 10 months, maybe a year, maybe two years. But we're saying that this is the card you go in on at this price and you can walk away a winner at the end. So uh what are we doing which set are we doing and what card are you picking Lowry? we're doing the D D set is that adventures of the forgotten realm almost adventures in the forgotten realm uh, uh, okay so we're going with that set um and your favorite set <laughs> my favorite set there was actually better cards than i thought there was and i think i was i was kind of surprised by the prices at like like at least card kingdom for mm. um the classes the classes i all liked yes and they those are pretty are sweet like a dollar and so that's what i'm gonna go with i'm going with fighter class i'm gonna have uh my kids coming down again because <laughs> he walks like he has like stone brick feet. <laughs> brunk, brunk. i can he's, hear him he's not he's not very sneaky <laughs> um so, so i'm gonna go with fighter class which is red white go and search for an equipment put it into your hand and then the next one, uh, when you move up a class, it reduces the cost by two to equip, which mm-hmm. I think is really sweet. Um, and I don't remember the last bit. It's three and a red and a white. Whenever a creature you control attacks up to one target creature blocks it, this combat if, if able. But the cool thing about the classes is even if you move up to that level three, you still get the other levels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like it, when I compare this, to like steel shaper's gift which is like 20 30 dollar card at this point um and then you can also go with there was one from the last innistrad that went and found like an aura or an equipment that was Mm. starting to go before it got reprinted in commander legends Mm -hmm. so i think there's potential in there with it being a tutor um and i think as what is our prices said um, on Card Kingdom, it was like two to three dollars, and the foil was about three dollars. Okay. Um, I you know go for the foil, um, for sure on that one, mm-hmm. and then I can see the foils getting much higher. I yeah. wouldn't touch the non foils, but like I can see the foils getting to about ten. Yeah. Because Definitely. I think it's the, re- the I think once people of the reduction realize that these aren't sagas and they when you move up the the levels you continue to have the other levels on there um because i i haven't seen anybody play these yet so so understand that uh, it is an uncommon i believe no this one's a rare this one is a rare yeah but there are uncommon ones and then there are rare ones i like the druid one a lot yes i've I've put that in a lot of decks and i almost went with that but because it was uncommon i was like "Mm." yeah it's a little maybe not as as i would say you could pick those up for super cheap in five years from now those suckers will be up there because that's the thing is they probably won't have this type of thing again unless but let me rephrase that the DD commander set that comes out next year we'll see these things again like that classes and i think that's the only time we'll see them like it's got to be in a DD because it kind of fits that what's going on with DD. i agree so you won't see these very often and so you know Five years down the road, these are all going to be expensive. Well, let's just think of how many times have they reprinted socks? Not like, much. I, I can't think of it. Like, they'll yeah, print them, but I don't know if they reprint them. Mm-hmm. But this isn't even a saga, though. No, but again, there's that comparison of, like, it's kind of a unique yeah. type, card yeah. type. Oh, I get what you're and saying. And so, yeah. like, how, how often are they going to reprint it? You can see, like, hey, maybe it gets reprinted in the Commander Legends D&D when that's when that's happening maybe yeah but more than likely they're going to do their own thing there too and so those uncommons might have a shot there at being reprinted but less likely in the rare slot so i i think it has a good shot 
Um, I saw Travis was all over it on the Discord when it was first kind of coming out, maybe a month or two ago. And so, I and I kind of like it. I, I, I dig it point. a lot. So uh, I just wanted to check one thing on it. I was going to see how many decks it's already in. Yeah, it's already in 3,000 decks, and that came out. It's moving pretty quick. Yeah. yeah. Three months ago, three, four months ago, it came out. Yep. All right. Uh, My card from this set is Treasure Vault. Uh, Makes sense. Specifically the showcased foils or just the showcase ones. I think the showcased foils are um, a pretty good bet. Or I guess you could go with the regular foils. Showcase foils are at 11. Showcase non-foils are six. And foils of the regular are at six. Uh, this is already an e- 8,000 EDH rec decks. Just, it's like we talked about, it's treasure tokens. You're dealing with treasure tokens. Yeah. It's giving you a land. It's an artifact land. Uh, yeah. And then late game, you can go, all right, well, I have about 10 mana right here. I'm going to tap 10, tap this sacrifice, get five treasure tokens, give me any color, you know? Sure. <laughs> all right. Uh, so treasure vault, we have a guest with us. Treasure vault is uh, my pick. Uh, I could see these. I don't know, a year or and change from now, these hitting, especially the, the showcase ones, hitting probably 15 bucks at some point, if not higher. So that's where I'm at with those. Um, I think that's it then, right? I, I like I like Treasure Vault a ton. Yeah. So And they keep adding more sweet. and more treasure. It's more of an evergreen thing now. So it's yeah. just going to yeah. be in, in sets. So... Uh, all right. Well, we should wrap it up. It was a uh, quite an eventful day. We'll have uh, back to our regular scheduled program next week. Um, we will catch you guys next week. Thanks for listening. See ya. Bye. Tag up. I love boobs. I'm talking tatas. I love boobs. I'm bunkers for honkers. I love boobs. Thanks for the memories. I love. I got a coffee. Boobs. <laughs> Oh, what an episode there. What an episode. (laughs) Oh, boy. This is why we don't do it during the day. Yeah, exactly.